You're listening to the Secrets of Successful Business podcast, your go-to source for business tips, tricks, and proven strategies that will help you create a streamlined and profitable business. We chat to the best minds in business about their journey. It is so worth it and it can take time, but it's highly beneficial. How they started. It's going to be really hard. There'll be moments where you regret all of it, but there are such high moments as well and just constantly persevere. What they learned along the way. Quickly discovering what your boundaries are and putting them in place and sticking to them. And of course, we'll ask them for their secret sauce for creating a successful business. I would say to anyone who wants to start a business, have a purpose. Join us as we take a sneak peek behind the curtain, talk solutions for those business pain points, working smarter, not harder, mindset and the challenges of fitting it all in with the demands of today's busy lifestyle. If you're a business owner, side hustler or just starting your business journey, this podcast is for you. Now, here's your host, business coach and content creator, Justine McLean from Flossy Creative. Hello, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. In case we haven't met, I'm Justine, a small business owner on a mission to uncover and share the secrets of creating and running a profitable, sustainable, and successful business. I've been in business for over 20 years now, and I get to use all that I've learned along the way to help other women in business reduce the overwhelm, gain visibility around their numbers, charge what they're worth, and make more money. It's about designing a life you love that fits into your definition of success. So if I can help you create the profitable business you deserve, please reach out. Now, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. When I hit record on the first episode of this podcast back in March 2021, I recorded an episode called Pricing, Get It Right and Make More Money in Your Business. It's still one of my most popular episodes, even two years later. And with everything going on in business right now, I thought it was about time that I jumped in and updated that episode with my 2023 tips around the subject. I've been working with business owners for many, many years now. And one of the things that every business owner struggles with is pricing, let alone creating the perfect pricing for their business. But here's my secret. Pricing just happens to be my superpower. I always say, give me 90 minutes, your business numbers, and tell me what success means to you in this season of your business and your life, and we'll craft your perfect prices. Or at the very least, I'll share with you where you need to price your product and service to get the results you want. Now, over the years, I have created my own signature pricing formula, and I typically deliver that in one-to-one coaching sessions and also to industry groups. But I've just included the pricing formula as the secret source in my brand new course, Business Money Formula, which officially opens in a couple of weeks, by the way. The wait list is open right now, and I'll actually pop the link in the show notes as well as a link to the launch week challenge, which is three days of doing better business. So if you're interested in either of those, pop on down to the show notes and take a look. So perfect pricing, is there really such a thing? Well, here's my take. First off, the answer is an absolute yes. I believe there is a perfect set of prices for your product or services that will help your business achieve whatever goal it is that you want to set for yourself. But, and it's a big but, if you want to create pricing that works for your business, you really need to understand your end game, your goal, and
and what success means to you right now. Because the thing about business and the thing about success goals is they change. No matter where we are in business or in life, our measure of success changes, the bar moves, and so it should. So sometimes we're going to find ourselves in a season of business that is slower than others. Sometimes we will want to achieve more because we have more time. Sometimes we'll want to do less because we want to spend more time with family, with our kids. Maybe we've just had a brand new baby and there's that sort of, you know, conundrum or conflict over where to to put your time, where to sort of spend your time, whether it's in your business or in your family. And so your season of business is always going to change. And if you think about it as seasons, whether it's, you know, the spring when everything looks promising and amazing or the winter when everything is kind of dull and you feel like business is kind of, uh, or maybe not business, but maybe you are hiding under a rock and you don't want to deal with your business, then you need to take that into account when you are creating your prices. Now, I've been around the block a few times and I've heard lots of business coaches talk about pricing and they're quite happy to offer their two cents worth and I'm absolutely all for that. And there's a few schools of thought typically when it comes to pricing. So there is the pure psychology point of view, which is based on all of those psychological principles uh, that go around consumer behavior. And you know what? I'm absolutely there for that because I include some of that in the pricing formula. There is, however, things like the woo-woo pricing perspective, as I like to call it, which is where I've actually heard coaches ask their clients to have a think about how they want to price their product or their service, to sit with it and allow their intuition to pull that price out of the air, and then to write that price down and think about, uh, you know, 10% or 20% more and sit with that and how would that feel or 10 or 20% less and how would that feel until you come up with your perfect number interesting way to price. Then of course, there are the other people who will suggest that you create your pricing by comparison and have a look at what the competition is charging and, you know, just do that. Now, the only issue with both of those things, the woo-woo pricing and the comparison pricing is in those scenarios, most people will lowball themselves when it comes to creating their prices because all of a sudden they think that they're not worth it. They think that they don't deserve to charge a certain price. Imposter syndrome kicks in and before we know it, all bets are off. So that's why I kind of disregard those when I'm thinking about pricing. Sure, you need to do market research. You need to make sure that you're not way more than everybody else, but we'll kind of get to that a little bit later in pricing psychology and why why that might not be the worst thing that you could do. But in my pricing formula, I like to take a bit of a different approach because while all of the things that I mentioned might work when it comes to deciding on your pricing, I think taking that advice and using those methods alone to price our products or our services, you know, it means that we can sometimes lose ourselves in the act of pricing and we either become crippled by imposter syndrome or we don't charge what we need to from a practical point of view to run a profitable business. And quite often the imposter syndrome leads to that latter part, not pricing practically to run a profitable business. And that leads to a whole 
other set of problems. So when I am first talking about my pricing formula, I always start with a question and that is around your why. So it goes back to your definition of success. But more than that, why did you start your business? And what is your unique definition of success right now in this season of your life and your business? So why are you doing what you do? And when you've got that answer, I then move on to some more tangible success metrics, like how much money do you want to earn in your business? And how much do you want to pay yourself? So what do you want your take-home wage to be? Then we look at what hours you want to work. Do you want to build in time for holidays, for sick leave? Are you going to only want to work four days a week? Do you want to knock off at three o'clock in the afternoon because you really want to be there to pick up your kids? So we consider all of that when we're thinking about the hours that we want to work in our business. How many hours a week? how many weeks a year, and we build all of that in. We also take a look at the billable versus the non-billable hours. And by that, I mean billable when you're dealing directly with a customer, when you're actually getting paid for your time or your product or your service versus those non-billable hours where you're sitting there simply answering emails or sorting out your emails or going through and creating social media templates, for example, or writing that monthly newsletter. So it's really understanding all of those things, taking that deep dive into what business success looks like for you in this season. And as I said before, it's often going to change. So that could mean that your pricing will change often. And then considering some of the more practical elements around that success metric, what you want to earn, what you want to pay yourself, how many hours you want to work, and then the the billable versus the non-billable hours. Then it comes down to understanding what it costs you to run your business. So the cost of operating your business on a day-to-day basis. And here you need to consider all of the things, your direct costs. So all of those things that go into actually delivering the cost, the product or service, sorry, that you are selling. And then all of your operating costs. So your overheads, which could be things like your accounting fees or your legal fees, your insurance, your bank fees, your subscriptions. Then you need to consider your salary as part of the cost of doing business, the superannuation that you are going to pay yourself because future you is going to love you for that, tax savings that you want to put aside, plus really importantly, a profit percentage. Super important to build a profit percentage in there. So using those couple of things, your success metric plus what it costs you to run your business, it then will allow you to work out what your ideal hourly rate is. And for me, that has been the key to creating perfect pricing because that ideal hourly rate becomes the jumping off point for all of your pricing, your perfect prices. Using the method that I've just talked about means that you can afford to run your business. You can pay yourself the rate you want. You can pay yourself super as well. And you can put away the profit and hopefully some rainy day savings too. And I've used this method for years with my clients. And there are always lots of aha moments. And in every case, business bottom lines have improved when we've taken these factors into account and implemented them as part of our perfect pricing. So you've got all of that down pat. What else do you need to do or consider when it comes to perfect pricing? Because it's kind of not as simple as that. And remember before I talked about consumer psychology, well, that's where this kicks in. Before we even get to that, you have to think about your business ascension model. So that is your suite of products or services 
and how changing your pricing might mean that you need to change your prices across the board. So one is going to impact the other. There might be things that you can significantly increase in price, but there might be other things that you just need to leave as is for that Ascension model to work and to give you know your clients, your ideal clients, various different entry points to be able to work with you. And then it comes down to pricing psychology. And as I said, a lot of people use this and I'm also a fan of this and I would highly encourage you to think about the pricing psychology that you've got right now in your business. So one of the most popular ones is is the power of three, the good, better, best product offers. You've probably seen them around packages that are bronze, silver, gold. The middle one tends to be the one that you want to sell. The bottom one uh, tends to be the package that most people look at and think, oh gosh, if I pick that package, you know, I, I, I'm being a bit of a cheapskate. Maybe that's for just budget conscious people. The gold one tends to be that little bit out of reach. And uh, you can also use, you know, that gold package that the highest price package is a bit of an anchor pricing for your business. So the middle one ends up being a bargain. It seems like a bargain because you get so much more bang for your buck. It's at a great price. And hopefully that's the, the product or the service that you want to sell the most of. The other one that you might use, and I definitely use in my business, is something called charm pricing. So these are prices that end in a seven or a nine. There are various other numbers, but seven or nine tend to be the most popular. And there's been lots of research that has gone into uh, the cachet that is around these numbers. The other one that I also implement is losing the cents on the end of the price. So what do I mean by that? If something is $25, uh, writing it on your website or in your EDMs or on your socials as the dollar sign and the numbers two five without the, you know, a couple of dots at the end for the, for the cents that are non-existent in this particular price. Why do that? Because it just makes the price seem smaller. Now, Any product-based businesses who are listening to this might want to use decoy pricing or think about decoy pricing. Lost leaders are a great example of decoy pricing and Aldi are the masters at this. You'll often hear about these fantastic offers down at Aldi, knowing full well that when you get there, there's probably only one or two of them. Aldi has got a whole bunch of people who are lined up outside the door. Sure, they're going to be disappointed they didn't get whatever the thing was they came for. But Audi's also going to have a whole bunch of other kick-ass things there that probably relate to that special, that loss leader that they advertised that people will be more inclined to buy to kind of get over that disappointment. The other thing that you should also think about when you're pricing is that there is an unconscious bias uh, from your client base, from your ideal customer that will sit around your prices. Uh, Too cheap versus too expensive, I guess, is the best way to look at it. You'll notice that a lot of coaches, for example, will have a wildly fluctuating hourly rate. Some of them are price in Australian dollars. Some of them price in US dollars. Some of them are over $1,000 for an hour of their time, USD. Others are $300 Australian. So what message does that send to your ideal client? Because in a lot of cases, people will look at your price, they'll compare it to someone else they have heard of, or they kind of consider to be moving in your circle, and they'll often go for the more expensive person, even if they can't really afford it. So always keep that in mind. And I've got a great story that I always like to share around this. 
And it goes back to, golly, I'm thinking 1996 here when two of my boys were very little and we were sitting down at the local shopping mall um, having a milkshake. And uh, an old lady approached me and asked me if she could sit down at the table. And of course, I said, yes, why not come and sit down? So she was quite happily telling me about her two sons who were grown men. One of them was a quite a prominent obstetrician who was in the local area. And uh, she told me that he had six kids, how very busy he was, not with the kids, but with his, his obstetrics practice. And she also shared with me that he had just had a heart attack. And, you know, of course, you know, I, I was quite concerned about the heart attack, but the point of the story and, and she told this with such glee, was that it was a very mild heart attack, as she put it, and that her son's specialist had suggested that what he needed to do was to halve his workload. So having six kids, though, that was a little difficult because he was the breadwinner, the only one bringing money into the family. And so he needed to maintain the lifestyle that they had become accustomed to. So his solution Halve his workload, halve his client roster, but double his prices. Win-win, he has less people that he has to work with and he gets the same amount of money. Within a few short weeks, word had got around about this dramatic increase in his prices. And so naturally, there was a whole bunch of women out there who thought, well, he's double the price. He must be double as good as the next person. He, he must be significantly better. So they all booked in with him. And before he knew it, within a few weeks, he had a full client roster once again, but this time at double the price. So that's just a little aside story there to get you thinking about the unconscious bias that might sit around your prices when it comes to your community or your ideal client. Now, once you've decided on your new pricing and any pricing psychology that you are going to implement into your business, you can then consider sharing the news with your customers or not. It's totally up to you. And for me, I kind of think, well, why do you need to tell them? Sure, if you've got existing clients who you know are going to want to continue to work with you, I would absolutely, you know, raise it with them. But don't apologize for the price increase. Don't give a big long-winded story about why you need to increase your prices because you don't have to. You have no obligation to explain your price increase to anyone. Sometimes it's not because the cost of doing business has gone up. Sometimes it's just simply because over the last two, five, 10 years, your skill level has increased so significantly that you deserve to earn more money. So always think about that. And certainly while I would say to you, sure, tell your existing clients, I would absolutely say you don't need to tell any prospective clients. You don't need to announce it to the world on socials that your price is going up. You just don't. So whatever you do, though, if you choose to share your pricing news, just be honest. Like I said, you don't have to build in a big convoluted story about why you're putting up your prices, because quite often what we end up doing is we apologize for it. And I don't want any apologies. I want you to embrace your skills and how they've improved and the fact that, you know, in this season of life, you need to put your prices up. Now, before we wrap up this podcast, one of the first questions I always get on pricing, apart from how much should I charge, is when is the right time to review my prices? And honestly, there is no such thing as a right time. 
Why? Because your pricing needs to move according to the circumstances that are impacting your business right now. And these could be economic circumstances. As everybody is acutely aware, everything is costing more money right now. And so it costs us more money to run our business. So that could be a great catalyst for you reviewing your prices. But it could also be that you just need more money because your lifestyle has changed or perhaps your success definition has changed and you want to earn more. Maybe it's as simple as you haven't reviewed your prices in forever, the market has moved and you really need to move with the times. There could be a million reasons that you want to review your prices or that you know your prices need to change. So there never really is a right time to review your prices. And I would say if it's something that you're thinking about, now is the best time to review them. Of course, if you keep a regular eye on the numbers, you'll also know which products are performing and which ones aren't. And so maybe removing or adding one of those products or services from your office suite means that all of your other prices should change accordingly. Bottom line here is to keep an eye on your pricing and a regular date with yourself to review your business prices. So that's it. Pricing in a very quick nutshell. For me, there is absolutely perfect pricing for your business and to create the profitable business that you want, it's really important to understand how you need to price in your business to achieve that. And as I mentioned right at the start of this podcast, I offer my pricing service, the pricing formula as part of my suite of products. And it's definitely become one of the most sought after products that I offer. However, in my brand new course, Business Money Formula, I have decided to include the pricing formula in its entirety as a module in that course. And so now it's part and parcel of that uh, product, as well as something I offer one-to-one. Of course, the course has lots of other business money goodness in it too. There's all sorts of stuff in there. Um you know, about finance, whether it is uh, how to maintain cash flow or what to do to have the best business money habits, to have a better business money mindset, or to set up systems and processes that are really going to help your business. Plus, there's a lot about understanding the financial side of your business. So there's lots of goodness in there. But the secret source is definitely the pricing formula. And that is uh, in the business money course as well. And the best part, the entire business money formula course is actually the same price as the pricing formula. So if you want to learn the secret to creating a profitable business and you feel like the business money formula could help you do that, please jump on the wait list or join me during challenge week because I've got lots of great bonuses, especially for people on the wait list or who turn up for the challenge. The other thing that I should say about the course, if you're sort of thinking about it, or if you would prefer to have that higher touch point around um, setting your pricing, is that I am going to be doing a group coaching session each week after you know a, pre, a module has dropped. So you can ask questions and work through any roadblocks. That's it from me. I hope I've given you some insights into pricing. And until next time, take care and keep living your unique definition of success. Thanks for listening to the Secrets of Successful Business podcast. For more information on all things business, head to flossy.com.au and make sure you hit subscribe on the show so you don't miss another new episode. If you're enjoying the show, please give it a quick rating or review, share it on your socials or with friends who might enjoy it. Catch you next time.